Welcome to the Progress with Unity podcast on a beautiful Sunday afternoon, being recorded in the studio with myself, Barry, and Adam, how are you doing? Yeah, doing very well, thank you, yeah, I've been sat in the garden, enjoying the sunshine, gone a bit pink, like my t-shirt, although nobody can see it, so. <laughs> I've got a maroon t-shirt on, and I, I, I'm a bit maroon, because I've been doing a bit of weeding. Oh. Anyway, let's crack on with what we're here for. The football. What a what a day yesterday was. Yeah, I think the I think this, the results coming across the screen were probably more interesting than the actual game itself. <laughs> yeah, they, they, I think you might be right though. Anyway, we'll, we'll run through the Burton game first of all. I'll I'll do the stats quickly. Possession fifty nine percent in our favour. Shots we had nine, they had ten on target. We hit the target twice, they hit the target five times. Corners. Seven to four in our favour. Fouls thirteen to ten, and we didn't receive a yellow card, though they did. First fifteen minutes, Adam, I thought we looked, looked a little bit nervous, and obviously they went in front. I don't know what you thought about it. Yeah, I, I couldn't tell if it were nerves or I don't know whether they were just a bit lethargic. We didn't really. I think Tommy Gore was saying we weren't really moving the ball fast enough, and looked like we just couldn't get into the game really. And they just caught us, didn't they? I think our tackling was miles off as well. You know, we were we seemed to be second to everything. And we kept giving silly free kicks away, didn't we? And and obviously we got punished with the burn off great strike, wasn't it? But yeah, it was it wasn't a good start. Which is unusual for us, because actually you could say that that's one of our strengths, isn't it? Coming out of the traps. To be honest with you, I thought Burton did a bit of a job on us. They kept it away from the middle of the park, were were strong with Evans and Ojo. They played it down the flanks. They had like willing runners, shall we say. Aikens is always going to give you that into. They're very physical, uh, but yet they were dropping at the uh, at the drop of an hat themselves and doing quite a bit of screaming. And the referee were giving them free kicks for. And to be honest, I I didn't really think that challenge by Johnson, which led to the goal, warranted a free kick. It was just they both went for the ball and it looked like a clash of heads to me, and, and that was it. But he gave him a free kick right on the edge in Jordi Gomez territory. Yeah, it was a great strike, wasn't it? You know, so nothing you can do about the quality of that strike. No, fabulous goal, I thought. Yeah, applauded him. Uh, Jones couldn't get near it. You know, it was just a good, you've got to take your hat off sometimes and say, well done. And, and it was one of them. But we, we kicked into action after that, didn't we, a little bit and uh, stepped our game up, shall we say? Yeah, it shot, almost shocked us into action, didn't it? You know, it was like, wake up, wake up, you know, and we did. And, yeah, without, without being spot on, we, we, we got more territory because the possession early on in the game for us was all in our own half. We weren't really going anywhere. And then we, we managed to get, get the ball further up the pitch. We tried to get Otterbar into it a bit more, uh, but, but we, did, we did struggle yesterday, really, getting Otterbar into the game. But we, we grew into it and, you know, we won a few corners and, and obviously, it's becoming like a nice standard move for us, that one, isn't it? The Evans cross and the keen header. <laughs> yeah, it was fantastic. I thought a good strike of Evans to win the corner as well when the ball came out yeah. to him. Side-footed shot that uh, was headed in. It was, in. yeah. Good, good, decent save from keeper that, actually, yeah. I think we are getting dangerous now because I think they've, they've clearly been working on the set pieces because you can see the way they're moving around. You know, it's like, it's not just keen, just sort of coming through, you can see all the other players moving around and I think it's like freeing Keen up to come in and, and once he once he gets in that position, he's almost unstoppable really, isn't he? You know, he's really 
you know, really good when you've got that threat from a corner, which we haven't had for a while, really, have we? So it's like a 90s pop star, that Will, the unstoppable team machine. <laughs> yeah. Well, you don't yeah, know, the Carter, the unstoppable sex machine, weren't it? Was it the 80s? I mean, before my time, I that. Oh, was it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought Wilkie had, had a great game yesterday as well. He was involved in quite a lot of stuff. Uh, and uh, Curtis Tilt as well for me. I don't know. I, 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 I was wondering who to, you know, who I'd have awarded Man of the Match to. Uh, eventually, I chose, on Paul Kendrick's uh, tweet, I chose Curtis Tilt for his all-round play. I thought he was very good yesterday. But it was a difficult one because I thought Keno played well. Yeah, he did, yeah. I mean, he's, you can see he's got back into it now. He obviously had the COVID, didn't he, earlier on in the year, and you you could see he was a bit lethargic for a few games and he struggled and he didn't see, he was only seen an hour out if he started. But yeah, he, he gets on the ball and he, he he very rarely loses it, doesn't he? And he can, I think, it, you know, for someone who's not played that position before, you know, he gets his head up and plays some really nice passes. He's got a good touch and he can arrive late in the box and, you know, get, get you a goal or two. So... Yeah, I think that's you've got to give credit there to Richardson and the rest of the coaching team, haven't you, for for kind of finding that position for him where he's um, you know he's really doing well. So yeah, impressed with him, and obviously, like you said, it was a tough one who to name man of the match because I thought you know not just Tilt's defensive work at times, he also tried to bring it out a bit and, and get us going. Yeah, it, it's almost like you feel it's like a captain's performance from Till. Although, you know, although he's, obviously Jones is the captain, he, he's, he's kind of a bit of the leader for me now at the back. And yeah, he's done, for me, he's done really well since he's come come back to the club. It certainly has. And then right at the death, we had a chance. I mean, people, I, I saw it written and I, I heard the commentator say that was an excellent chance, but it was a bit of an half chance with George Johnston swiveling in the box. I mean, most of our strikers once have got that on target, never mind our centre back. You know, it was it was a snap chance, weren't it? But it could have gone anywhere. It could have ended up in the back of the net, and it's just a pity it went into Rosette. Yeah, one of them things, wasn't it? Really, I mean, probably say it fell to the wrong person. I think he's only scored one goal in his career, hasn't he? And that one they scored a few weeks ago for us. Uh, so, yeah, he's just end of the day. It's one of them, isn't it? If it goes in, it's a cracking strike. It certainly wasn't a game, it was it? You can't say we missed an absolute sitter there. He just half chance, and I don't think we'd have deserved it on the balance of play, to be honest. I think probably a draw was a fair result. Not that I'm, I'd complain if we if there's an injustice and we win, we, win, we win where we don't deserve to. But yeah, I think if you, a neutral looking at that would have said probably 1 1 was a, a fair result, and also what you predicted as well, wasn't it? Yeah, I think pop for a, a one-all. I thought it's two farm teams coming together. They're excellent away from home. They've not lost this year on the travels. And you can see why they're strong and compact and well-organised. And, and Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank never shut up shouting. I thought for a minute Steve Evans would come yeah. back to the DW. But, um, well, he's, he's, but he's, he's certainly because he's just been, I've just seen him on Sky. So uh, he's, he's, he's certainly getting his money's worth this weekend. He's uh, he's uh, in the studio on the Sky matches today, Hasselbank. So. Two games remaining, Hull and Swindon. I'd take four points from those two games now, and that'd, for me, that'd have a safe. But we'll... Yeah, I mean, I, I think there was always a chance, wasn't there, that a couple of the sides down there would hit a bit of form. And Rochdale, until 
to an extent, you'd have to say Northampton as well. You know, they've hung in there. So, yeah, I don't. I, I think we need to take more points than what we've got. I don't think that's going to be enough now. Probably one win will be enough, but you wouldn't want to go into that last game needing that win, would you? No, no. Well, looking at yesterday's results, Northampton came from two goals down to, to snatch a draw at Gillingham, which was very spirited of them. But their form, you know, they've only won one in the last five. We look at Rochdale, who's, who's the farm team of, of the bottom four, and uh, they've won three and drawn one of the last five. And they they, they grabbed a 97th-minute equaliser yesterday, which uh, was a, a little bit of a kick in the ghoulish towards, weren't it? Because <laughs> we are, I, I know I was celebrating that we'd uh, gained an extra point on them, but but it weren't the case. Will Grigg, four goals for NK Dons against Swindon. Got them relegated. Yeah. Yeah, well done, Will. Well done, Will. He's doing more favours than Paul Cook's doing for us. <laughs> Gosh, Paul Cook, yeah. And funnily enough, MK Dons are Rochdale's last game at the uh, MK Stadium, Stadium MK. So let's hope he's still on fire by the time they ro- roll into town. That is Will Grigg for you know when he, when he gets in when he gets in the groove, he keeps scoring and scoring, doesn't he? So hopefully, he's he's it's come late in the season, but hopefully he's having his spell now. <laughs> Yeah, he will score goals. He'll score more and more. Especially when he's on fire. <laughs> Tuesday night, what a massive game that is. Wimbledon versus Rochdale. Wimbledon, exactly the same form as us, and it's at Wimbledon. And Joe Piggott's on fire. Yeah, Piggott's been great all season, to be honest. He's one of the top scorers in the league, isn't he? Yeah, I think he's got, well, he's got about 15, so I should imagine he'd be up there. Yeah, he's, he's the main man for, for Wimbledon, and he's got a good home record. Hopefully, hopefully they can do the business. I wouldn't want. I wouldn't take the draw. I want Wimbledon to win that game. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, th- I think as well that they've got to be thinking that if Rochdale beat them, then they get dragged back in as well. Though. Yeah. yeah so, so essentially, you know, you, you've got to think that Wimbledon are well up for it. They're on form. Can they turn Rochdale over? You know, Rochdale. You know, they've done well, but are they ready for a defeat now at this stage? Hopefully, they're ready for that defeat on Tuesday. And that'll, that'll give us that bit of breathing space then. It takes the pressure off the whole game a little bit, doesn't it? It does indeed, because uh, that is a difficult game, isn't it? That is a very difficult one, uh, which we'll talk about on Wednesday. Anyway, just a couple of things before we wrap up this this, this Sunday edition. The Supporters Club, the rollout of the money starts at 3pm tomorrow, Monday the 26th of April. Give it a few days to appear in your bank account before you start panicking. So perhaps check in a week's time. Also, we have a big announcement. It's our player of the season, the Progress with Unity player of the season. And there is voting available now online. And it's there's a tweet out on our Twitter feed to tell you how to do that. Player of the season, Adam. I've voted. I don't know if I should Yeah, I've, I've, I've voted as well. Um, I'll give away who I've voted for. I'm not, I think I've gone for Chris Merry. Huh? I don't like you. The, the problem is, is you 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 always have a bias towards what you see most recently, and because we've not seen him in a month, or so you kind of think. But he was immense for us for for a period of about eight games, at least ten games in that during that spell, and he did okay in the first half of the season. So for me, I think overall I would have said him, but 
there's obviously there's two or three other good contenders, really. It's yeah, just I've difficult gone. this season because no one's really had a full season after, apart from the goalkeeper. Well, that's who I've gone for. I've gone for Jamie Jones. And the reason I've gone for, I picked Jones is because I think people will agree that he's had a shaky spell. He dusted himself down from that. He just carried on with his training. And, and I know he said it did affect him, some of the stick he was getting. But he carried on, knuckled down. And I think he's been, been fantastic the last few weeks. Commanded his area very well. He's also been a, a real captain, a real club, club captain. And all things he's done off the pitch, and he's got involved with some stuff. Oh, most recently, the Ian Carter wheelchair appeal. He's made a donation to that, and that's fantastic, as as has Tom Pierce and Talal. For me, it was between him and, and Turtis, Turtis Kilt. <laughs> For me, it was between him. Curtis Tilt and Callum Lang, but like you say, Callum Lang's only played half a season. Jones has been the the full season, as has Tilt. But I think, yeah, with what he's been through, I, th- I think I'd like to see Jones pick the accolade up. To be honest, yeah, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be adverse to that at all. Really, I think, I think he's had a very good season. I, I, it was basically for me, it was between those two, Jones and Mary. It's just it's sometimes just hard to pick in it. Maybe if I, if I was choosing it tomorrow, I might have gone for John's. <laughs> one of them. <laughs> it is. It is. Anyway, that poll is available via our Twitter feed, and there'll be a little bit of an article going out with it on there as well. And it's also on our fa- Facebook page. I don't know if people realise we've got a Facebook page. You have to apply to it. Progress with Unity podcast on Facebook. Uh, we're we're all on there, aren't we? We're all on there. I think there's a, it's got 150 members. It's not a massive group, but yeah, we can have a we can always have a debate over the uh, over the summer. Exciting week ahead. Big game on yeah. on Tuesday. We'll be looking back on that on Wednesday, and looking forward to the old game. We've got uh, a special guest in, aren't we? From Hull. Yeah, we've got a we've got a special guest, and uh, yeah, we'll we'll have a better idea of where we're going to be going into the weekend, won't we? On Wednesday, so. Good luck to the uh, good luck to Wimbledon. Come on, the Dons. On yeah. that note, <laughs> I think I'm going to get a beer and sit in the garden. So it's I don't blame you. You deserve it after all that weeding. Right, happy Sundays. Happy Sundays. Goodbye. Up the six. Mm-hmm.